to Feminine Hijinks, where we're here to reinvent the other side of 40 with sass, caress, and kicking ass. Woo! My name is Angie Bailey. And my name is Susie Schubert. And we are super duper excited to be here with you today because we found... This article written by this hilarious author named Vicki Claffin, and it's called Reality Check, Seven Things That Sound Better Than They Actually Are. And I knew as soon as I read it that Susie and I had to talk about it because it's right up our alley. <laughs> and so that is what is on our agenda today. Yes. And she just is, a, I have actually have not heard, of, blah, I can't even talk today. Mm-hmm. Um, I have not even heard of her before. So Me either. I, yeah. So I was like, oh my God, she's hilarious. Like she just has a great way of writing. She's really funny. Yes. Yeah. And I just want to mention quick that um, we just moved. And so if uh, it's a little echoey, I apologize. I'm still fine tuning the perfect place to uh, podcast and there's nothing on the walls. And so there may be a little bit shifting around next week. But for this week, I just appreciate your patience. Well, it's pretty exciting that you're in your new digs. I'm sure you're going to be talking about that. Yeah, yeah. I'll talk a little bit about that. But what's going on with you? Oh, well, we have been dealing with for the past, oh, month and a half, something like that. Poor little figgy girl, our little kitty, um, our younger one, she has been diagnosed with a syndrome. Mm. And it's called feline hyper, I don't know how I'm saying it right, hyperesthesia. Mm-hmm. Do you know anything about that, Ange? I've you heard probably of it, but I didn't expert. know what it was until you explained it to me. Well, I suppose, I guess it's kind of a really rare thing. And of course, our cat would have it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like a, it's what's interesting about it is there's sort of two sides of the coin of people. They don't know exactly what causes it. Some people think it's like a seizure disorder. Mm-hmm. And others think it's like a mental thing, like an obsessive compulsive condition. Wow. So, of course, my cat would have OCD. <laughs> Yeah, of course, Poor yes. Girl. But if you guys have noticed your cats, like what she does is it's like all of a sudden she's getting bitten by something or something. Like her back starts twitching and she can't stop like trying to reach and lick and get to something that's bothering her. And it makes her start zooming all around the house and her eyes get big. And, you know, it's different than when cats get the zoomies and they're having fun. Mm -hmm. You can tell that she's like annoyed and frustrated and almost a little scared. So it breaks my heart. girl. Yeah. So when it first, you know, we first started noticing it, we thought it was kind of the zoomy thing. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, obviously it kept happening. So we called the vet. And so now she's on medication and it's so like the things we do for our cats, like they're little capsules, but we have to open them up and, and pour the powder out into cat food or, you know, Mm -hmm. anything that she would eat. First, we tried putting some in a pill pocket and she wouldn't even eat the damn thing. You know, my other cat would like inhale 20 of them if I dropped them on the floor. She's like so persnickety, you know. So then I'm like, all right, I guess I'm going to have to. First, we did tuna, and now we buy actual cat food. And so, mm-hmm. but of course, Gus has to have it too, because you can't just <laughs> give it to one cat. And then the other cat's like, what about me? What about me? And he would like constantly try to get in her business. Yeah. So now, you know, Gus is already like 30 pounds. So all he needs is extra cat food, you know. Oh, God. But 
So it was two times a day, so we have to split up this pill and put it in her medicine. Well, it wasn't really working very well. I mean, it was it was helping, but it didn't seem to, like, get rid of it. So now we have to do it three times a day. Mm. Now, luckily, the medicine is not super expensive. So it's maybe 20 bucks a month. So thank mm-hmm. goodness, because she, basically she's going to be on this for life. There's no cure. Is it an anti-anxiety yes. type medicine? Yes. She's okay. basically on happy pills, you know, like yes. almost the whole rest of the family. And, <laughs> and, you know, so she fits right in. But the problem was three times a day, and they're supposed to be like spaced out. I'm like, how in the world am I going to remember? I kept forgetting to give her her midday little medicine dose. Now, thankfully, both of us work from home right now. Because what would you do if you worked nine to five? How would you give Come home. Like, People oh with dogs, God. you know, have to come home and let the dog or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's a, it's a little extra something. Yeah. Oh, my God. So I'm like, all right, how am I going to remember this? Oh, I know. I'll set myself an alarm. So then I thought, well, how can I at least make this sort of fun? So I tried to think of the perfect song that would fit, um, you know, figs feeding medicine time. So I picked Lick It Up by Kiss. Oh, God. <laughs> So now every day at three o'clock, all of a sudden the song comes on, lick it up, (laughs) lick it up. And it's great because it starts off with the guitar like, and it just makes me laugh to picture like my little fig. Oh my God, that's perfect. Like going oh to her little medicine to kiss. And like if I'm at Target or something and the core man... You know, he needs to feed her. My kiss song will come on out of the blue. (laughs) (laughs) I love that so much. I amuse myself with my little idea. Well, you gotta. You gotta. I mean, seriously, life can be either full of things you have to do or you can try to make them more bearable and fun. Well, that's exactly how I rocked my task of Mm. giving the cats their medicine, even though only one cat needs it. Oh, God. You know, I should probably so, give Gus a little bit of that pill. I was going to say, him Gus. Down. Oh, God, Gus. <laughs> My Safi used to be on um, Prozac, like, almost all of her life because she was so anxious that she would end up getting herself, giving herself, um, like, uh, urinary tract infections Baby. and crystals in her bladder because... <laughs> Phoebe bullied her so badly that she would have all these urine infections, you know, UTIs. So she was on Prozac all the time and she just, you know, walked around. She was very sweet, but she was just, you know, looked like she was at a Grateful Dead concert all the time or something. Well, Gus had crystals in his urine, too, in the beginning. And luckily, just changing his food helped that. Yeah. Of course, he had crystals in his urine. You know. Of course, he did. Of course, he did. Did you? Did you, did you have a little altar that he put them on? <laughs> no, but I should have like made a necklace out of that shit or something. <laughs> like, see if I crystals. could collect them. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! Oh god. Well, anyway. I hope that that this is helping and that poor little girl feels a little relief. Yeah, it's hard to tell. We just kind of started this, so mm-hmm. we have to really start watching to see just how many of these little episodes she's having a day. So cute. <sighs> never a dull moment, I tell you. Never, never, never. Well, I'll well, bet I know what you're going to chit chat about today. Yeah, just briefly. We moved this week, and I, 
You know, as often as we've moved the past few years, it feels like I would, it's kind of like the childbirth thing where they say, oh, you'll forget about it after you do it. And it's true. Like you think, okay, yeah, I know it's kind of a pain in the ass, but you don't realize what a pain and how much of a pain in the ass it is until it comes around again. And, you know, (laughs) and childbirth of moving. It's hilarious. It is. It's a childbirth of moving. And, and and so we moved on. Well, Monday night, we had our final walkthrough. Tuesday, we closed, got the key and um, and then Wednesday, the movers came and then Thursday we, you know, started unpacking and doing all this other stuff and whatnot. And so Chris and I both have autoimmune issues, you know, so it's like, we want to do so much more than our bodies really want us to right. do. So we both are those people that want everything packed and put away in two days, you know, so it's oh. so it feels complete and it feels good. And so yesterday I woke up at 3.30 in the morning. I was, I couldn't sleep. Oh. And so I got up and I started unpacking a box. <laughs> yeah. Like I didn't feel that great yesterday and oh. I was going to kind of take a down day, but I worked until 2.30. I worked 11 hours yesterday <gasps> unpacking shit. And so I'm feeling it today, and uh, I think I mess up my my knee, but it's all right. It's my own fault, you know, because I just get so eager. Like my 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 mind and my passion wants to like do all this stuff, you know, and then <laughs> I, know. I don't know when to stop. Well, so. and that's another thing about freaking midlife, right? Like, yeah, you know, you do stuff like that, and then you have an you know these aches and pains. After doing it, like when you were younger, you never had to deal with that shit. I you know? know. I know. And Chris has got a janky shoulder now and <laughs> my knees messed up. It's like, oh, my God. And I, we don't get our parking spot here till the 30th. And so we're parking, you know, three or four blocks away in our old place. And so I'm like, how can we? So last night we shopped at Whole Foods, which is just across the street. So I'm like, I'm not going to drive I'm not going to walk to get the car to go grocery shopping to drop off the groceries (laughs) and then go put the car back and then blah, blah, blah. We're like, oh, my God, it's 10 days. We're going to shop at freaking Whole Foods for 10 days. Whole paycheck for 10 days. It's it's a small thing. So that's it. But (laughs) I'll tell you, I'm a little poop today. So if I if I don't sound like my my usual, uh, you know, happy effervescent self. Ooh, I love that. That makes I me think of Alka-Seltzer. Word. Me too, all the time. Effervescent. Yes. Yeah. So they if they I must sound, have said that in the commercial. They did. Effervescence. <laughs> and then there's Evanescence, the singer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Not the same thing. Plop, plop, fizz, fizz. fizz. Oh, oh, what a relief oh, it is. She should do a, a metal version of that. She should. Oh, she should. Oh, my God. I, my daughter used to love Evanescence. Like, that was so all she listened to. did mine. Of course, because it's uh-huh. the total, like, what is it? Uh, goth. Not goth, goth. but. Yes. Yeah. Early 2000s, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Jeez. But anyway, so that's that. But I am super excited about talking about this topic today. And um, things that, you know, are actually worse than they sound. But one thing that doesn't fall into that category is Lumi deodorant because it's as good as it sounds. It's as good. It smells as good as it sounds, right? Seriously. And I'm sure you loved your Lumi while you were moving, you know, oh, smelling yeah. fresh and clean. Absolutely. Yep. Fresh and clean as a whistle. 
as a bay rum and warm vanilla cocktail. That's the movers were like, "What does that smell? Are you are you make mixing cocktails for us?" No, they it's wish. my armpits. It's my pits and my the crack of my ass. <laughs> Ever since then, the movers would not meet me in the eyes. They're like, oh. "These weirdos, a little off." It. So, but anyway, so yeah, go to over and try some Lumi. You can get. Uh, all the info on our website, femininehygienespodcast.com. There's a little Lumi ad. Click on it. Head over. See what they've got. And every time you order through us, you get entered in a drawing for free Lumi stuff. And that's a weekly situation there. Situation. That's it's right. A good situation. So tell us. Lead us into the valley of things that are worse than they sound. God, I just love that whole idea and that this woman did a blog. So, yeah, basically this woman, uh, Vicki Claflin, she has a blog and she's written some books, too. But the blog is called Laugh Lines. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, so she basically has a list of things that, you know, I guess she and her girlfriends were talking about, you know, if you could have one wish, what would it be? And so they were talking about things like, of course, you know, I'd be supermodel thin no matter what I ate. I'd have like this fancy sports car. One even said I'd run with the bulls in oh, Pamplona. That is not on my list, by the way. Oh, no. <laughs> That's running with some bullshit is what that is. Yeah. God. Totally. Yeah, that would be a little beyond a sore knee. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit. definitely. <laughs> so anyway, she and her friends were like laughing about the things like you wish you, you know, you, you have these pie in the sky wishes, but then you bring it down to reality and you're like, but would that really be good? And what made me really laugh is one of the things she said about how the supermodels that stay so they keep their anorexic bodies by eating cotton balls, which they claim reduces oh. hunger, hunger pangs. <laughs> That I don't know if that's my... a real thing, but it made me laugh so hard. Oh my god, it probably is. That made... when I read that, I felt <laughs> one very sad for them, oh. and and two like my stomach hurts. That I think if I'd you're passing turds, then you know with cotton balls, and that's oh, just you know it makes sure everything's gross. nice and clean down there as it's coming oh. out. It makes me think of Buddy the Elf. Yes, <laughs> yes, he would eat cotton. I love that. And he also puts syrup on his spaghetti. I'm getting so excited for the holiday season and watching those those uh, classic films. Oh, I know, right? Yes, so yes. funny. So another thing that made me laugh really hard is she was talking about like the, the fancy car and they're like, well, maybe we should all tip in and buy one car and share it. But then they were like, no, because she's like, half of us wanted convertibles, half of us wanted hardtops, and everyone wanted Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> that made me laugh so hard. Like, yeah, yes, it would take like yes, all yes, your yes. money to own that fancy car. It's just not worth it, you know? So no, funny. No. And plus, like, I don't know. I like having the freedom of having room in my car. You yeah. Know what I, mean? I, I, don't, I don't know. I like having other people in like a two-seater does not sound 
fun to me. Agreed. You know, I've always yeah. kind of had a dream about those those Thunderbird remakes. They must mm-hmm. be terrible cars because they didn't last for very long. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. They were, you know, it was based on the classic Thunderbird, but they did it back in the, I don't know, the 90s or something. They mm. re-released it in a modern car, but it looked a lot like it had that retro look. And I've always, that's my favorite era of cars, like the 50s and 60s. Uh-huh. And um but yeah, then they stopped making them. So I don't know if they they were bad cars or people just didn't really care. But I've still always wanted one of those. But yes, there are a couple seats in the back. But it's like you could put a small child or your cat back there. And that's oh, about it. You know, <laughs> it's like, what do you do when you go shopping? Where do you put all that stuff? And that's actually one of the things they talk about. They laugh about it. It's like, what do you do with all your booty that you get when you go shopping? Uh, can you imagine going to Costco with that thing? No. <laughs> the toilet paper. You'd have to like... Put it on the the roof and then put your arm out to hold that big old thing of toilet paper as you're driving down the street. (laughs) And I've got friends that, you know, like little cars. Our mutual friend, Julia, she likes little cars and... And um, and she just likes the sportiness of it, and yeah, you know, Chris has well, Chris has always liked M- little MGs and stuff like that. But I, to, I don't know. I, to me, I would rather feel comfortable than feel yeah. like sporty. Yeah, I mean they're adorable, and I I love the look of them, but they feel like a death trap to me too. I feel like oh I'd my be god, on yes. the freeway, like ah, looking all around me. <laughs> You would die. You would die. I always thought about that with those little smart cars too. Like you I would know. be squished. They make me think of the Flintstone cars with your little feet coming out the bottom, I know. you know. For Hilarious. real. Oh, man. So what else were, were the things that she said in this article that made you laugh that you were like, yup? Oh, sex in the shower for sure. <laughs> it's terrible. Like, it's one of those things that you feel like you kind of have to try. But it's so freaking slippery. And then somebody's always cold because you can't both be underneath, you know. I know. And it's just, it's not... I it's you're you're trying so hard not to fall and kill yourself that it loses some of the sexy time appeal. It, it's just I don't I've always hated that. I've tried it a couple of times probably and I'm like no, 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 that no, no. It's no, so no. funny. And let me just say when you and your lover are like so different in height like me yes. and the poor man. Yes. <laughs> Right. That's like next to impossible too. You'd have to like build a special place for me to stand or something in the shower to get at the right position. <laughs> I know. You just you can't do it. It's, it's yeah, there's so ridiculous. many problems associated. And when so you see it on the problems. movies, like it's like, oh my God. Yeah, whatever. You know, it's it's just doesn't it's not very practical. And I'm more of a practical girl. But sex on the <laughs> beach, I think, is the same thing for me too. Like it's it look you you're like oh it's like from here to eternity and the waves are lapping up and whatnot no the reality is you've got sand up all your cracks the sand is from here to eternity it is you're sweaty and there's little sand fleas all over you and it's just gross like it's not sexy at all it's disgusting so and you know you have to make sure you find a beach where there's nobody else around at any moment no one's gonna lock like walk up on you and you know arrest you for indecent exposure i've happened upon people on the beach doing nasty things (laughs) because i used to live in florida you know like on, on the beach yeah 
one time um oh my god one time my friend nikki and i were taking we were at a party and we were out on the beach and we happened upon some people doing certain things that involved pierced nipples <laughs> what <laughs> they were piercing their nipples on the beach <laughs> they had we got to we, they had pierced nipples oh my god so we turned around and we're like oh well this seems to be a private moment so <laughs> yes walk so away exit stage left <laughs> stage left even even well along those lines too i had one that sort of goes along with that uh, myself sex in the tub or yeah. a whirlpool or a uh-huh. pool, a uh-huh. lake, whatever. Yeah. yeah. That yeah, is yeah, another yeah. thing that seems very romantic. You know what? All it does is like pump water up the coochie coo uh-huh. and then it gets all dry. Like you'd think it would be really comfortable in the water. It is not. <laughs> It no. gets rid of all of that natural lubrication. <laughs> it's true. And if you have sex in a bubble bath, you're oh. asking for a, a bladder infection as well. <laughs> That's an invitation for a bladder infection. And like so. in a whirlpool, think how many people have done nasty business Ew, in a whirlpool. Ew. Ew. I barely want to sit in one of those things like a public whirlpool, let alone I get know. like nasty in one. Because it's nasty. Disgusting. It's dang nasty. <laughs> yes, I agree. And a pool, t- like anything. No, 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 no. Um, but an- another one that is, um, I don't know, not really in the same category, but thong underwear. I don't understand <laughs> it. I see. I, I mean, I, I, I know people, so, so many people I know are fans of it because it doesn't show panty lines. It's apparently comfortable. It is not comfortable. It, I'm picking my underwear out of my ass all day long, <laughs> and it does not. I I, I, mean, I could give a shit about I, panty I, I, lines. I, 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 to be honest, I don't care about panty lines. Oh my god, same. You know, it's so funny because I did wear those for many years in my youth, and uh-huh. they did. I mean, I will say. You have to go through that period of adjustment of something <laughs> between your ass where you're not adjusting your your yeah. underwear all the time. And it's almost like your ass cheeks get calloused or something. <laughs> because Ew. after a while you don't feel it anymore, honestly. Um, but I but the funny thing is, is as I got older, I got to a point where they were constantly bugging me. Like, I don't know, is your ass like not as sensitive when you're when you're younger. It gets more sensitive as you age. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. And then we're going to get to the point where we're wearing those granny panties that go all the way up to our. Oh boobs. my god! Right, and because you just don't give a shit. But I'm with you with not giving a shit on the panty lines. Like for a mm-hmm. while, I really cared about that. And you know, the thing is, to me too, like a lot of the, that underwear that's supposed to stay where it is and not show panty lines. That I call bullshit because I have mm-hmm. yet to find one that does one or the other or both. Seriously. So I just wear my underwear and I don't give a shit if I have panty lines. Because guess what? We all wear underwear. And if we, we do. don't, then you're getting nasty stuff in your pants. And I don't want to know about that. So <laughs> Yes. So I there think about it is. That. When it looks like somebody's going commando or if I'm like aware that they're going commando, <laughs> I just think about how filthy that must be. <laughs> like pie angles. Like, like paw angles. Seriously. He was commando angles. But like in like I, I wear jeans like multiple times before I wash them. Yes. But, oh. it, ew, 
but then yeah, you can't yeah. do that if you're commando. <laughs> or, or if you do, that's so gross. Oof. I just, yeah. I mean, to eat your own, and if you feel better going commando, you go for it. But not yes. my thing, and I'm just going to rock my panty lines and not give a shit. That's for real. Amen, what, what else do you have? Well, I also had those all-you-can-eat buffets I have that, dinner. too. D- yes. You do? They definitely do. sound better than they are. A, the food is usually awful because it's sitting mm-hmm. there for hours. B, who knows who or what the hell, like, sneezed in there or little kids sticking their hands. Maybe people don't think about that, but I sure do, and it grosses mm-hmm. me out. And, you know, okay, so let's say you have an all-you-can-eat dinner. You go to like Red Lobster or something and you're like, or the the Olive Garden, I'm going to eat all these breadsticks. You know, you are just a sucker because there are very few people that can actually eat as much as they're paying for, for that all you can eat meal. Yes. It's like your eyes are so much bigger than your stomach. I've fallen for it many times. Anytime with free bread, any free bread basket on the table. But really, how many breadsticks can you eat? (laughs) I know. And then you feel the pressure. Like, (laughs) I'm going to eat as many of these bread and you're wrapping up and putting your purse. You're just, (laughs) oh my God. But yeah, the same. True. And the, the other thing about the all-you-can-eat buffet, and this is where I really don't care about so much the quality of the food because it's usually pretty all right, are the desserts. I will eat desserts <laughs> until I am sick, especially like the soft serve ice cream. Okay, I used to work at a I used to work at a buffet restaurant when I was in high school, and that I would get the des- I would get the dessert bar like some cherry cobbler and put oh. some soft serve ice cream on it. And take it in the back, and I would eat that shit all night long. It is so good. I, I, but I'm a dessert junkie, and it just, I, so I have trouble with all you can eat dessert bars in particular. <laughs> yeah, well, that's so funny. Like I, I don't know. My whole adult life, I've been grossed out by any sort of buffet like that. But I love how your problem with it is completely different than mine. You just can't stop. <laughs> I know some of the food is gross though, and I won't. I you know, and the older I get, the more, the less that I want that kind of stuff. But um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But how about okay? So these two are both bedroom related things. One water beds. Remember they were oh, so popular. Oh, you know I remember sleeping in a water in somebody's water bed, and they like didn't have the heat on or something, or like it wasn't mm-hmm. working right. It is amazing how freezing cold those things can be. Yeah. Like freezing. I, it was so uncomfortable. God, I hated that. It's terrible. I ha- I I knew someone at the waterbed in college and it was uncomfortable. You feel every little movement. <laughs> and I, I can't imagine trying to have sexy time on it. You'd be like You'd have no friction. A, like there's no every no. time someone would push in, <laughs> the I other know. person would go in and like <laughs> That's not I how would it need works. some Dramamine or something. Like, I get seasick, I'm sure. That's but, hilarious. Oh, my God. Yeah. And but the, the funny thing is they're hard. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you yeah. think they would be soft because it's on water. No. It's, oh, mm-hmm. yeah. No, you're right. No, no, That's no. a good one. Yes. And and then the other one that I have is, um, oh, well, I gotta, I'm just going to, like, mention <laughs> just a couple, side. but I'm not going to go into a lot of detail. <laughs> Um, electric blankets because they they sound great but then I always end up sweating and having hot flashes and everything so oh my that god for me is not a good idea um, but that might just be a personal thing 
Um, learning a musical instrument. Like <laughs> I, I've been learning this ukulele for like four years now. And I'll tell you, it is not a piece of cake. It's easier than a guitar. And I can play some simple things and I keep, I'm going to play the ukulele in one year's time. I'm going to invite my friends over for a concert and all this stuff. No, not going to happen. It is much worse. It's it's hard work. I I respect musicians. Yeah, at our age, too. It's like mm-hmm. teaching an old dog a new trick. <laughs> I know. It sounds know. really good, but you're like, you know, I'd rather just like get in the bubble bath or just like, uh-huh. you know, do something yeah. else and not have sex in the bubble bath. No, no. Yeah. Well, how do you how do you feel about holiday baking? You like holiday baking. I hate holiday baking. I do, too. Oh, I used to do it with the kids because that's what, you know, you do as a mom. You make the Christmas cookies or the holiday cookies. And, you know, we still do it, but now it's a sense of duty. And Mm -hmm. I do so few different styles of cookies than I used to because honestly, you make all these cookies and then and then I was like really stingy with them. Like my family would want to eat them and I'm like, no, no, they're for company and we have to save them. And I'd put most of them in the freezer and I dole out a little bit here and there. And then it (sighs) never failed. At the end of the holiday, two weeks later, you're like, oh, my God, there's all those Christmas cookies in the freezer (laughs) that I forgot. (laughs) Like, (laughs) oh, my God, I know. I And same, the kids and I always made them and we still do, you know, as a duty sometimes and I I love to eat them yes I and I love the idea of making them but then when it comes down to actually doing it it just feels like okay can we just get it done quick so I can eat them and yeah yeah and then there's those cookie exchanges which are you know sound like a great idea another thing that sounds better than it is in my opinion Mm -hmm. because yeah the idea of like oh I get to go bring my cookies and then I get all these other cookies that you know, well, first of all, if you didn't make the cookies together, I don't know if your kid who's harboring the flu has stuck their hand in that icing. <laughs> so I don't want that shit. And then if you're all baking them together, you know, then at least you can see like what they're doing with their hands as they're making their cookies. But yeah. then you have to make like five dozen of the same damn cookie. Mm-hmm. You know, no, no, no that does not, not sound fun. No, God, no. It is not fun at all. Uh, fun. Did you have any others? Yeah, I'll tell you one I had. Dating rock stars. I'll oh. tell you what, peeps. That sounds so much better than it is. And of course, <laughs> I'm saying rock stars as in like I've dated all these like, you know, Motley Crue dudes or whatever. Thank God, no. After reading about what they've done, no. Ugh. But even just like Hollywood band guys that thought they were rock stars and thought they were God's gift. They were the worst boyfriends. They were the worst, like, they were so ungentlemanly. Like, they expected you to pay for everything and you to do mm. everything for them. They were just take, take, take. They never wanted to make a commitment because, you know, they had to be available for all of their groupies. Oh, and, God. you know, I mean, a lot of times they were really cool guys but a lot of them are also just there's no substance to them all they want to do is be in a band to get laid mm-hmm. you know so yes. it sounds really glamorous to you know and some of them are really nice to look at but when it comes right down to it stay away <laughs> stay away from the rock stars well i will trust you on that because i don't i've never dated a rock star but you know i mean definitely back in my high school or college age there was like oh my gosh 
he's in a band that just makes him like yeah more attractive definitely totally, but totally. yeah oh but it ain't no, true and often they're not that great in the set because they feel like they don't have to try you know, right, it's like you're just such wasted. a, you know, so lucky to be with me that Ugh, just looking God. at my naked body will get you off, baby. <laughs> oh, <Ew>, God. <laughs> Thank right? goodness. Oh, God. Um, the only like fancy stuff like caviar, like, oh, I don't oh. like. Do you know what <laughs> I mean? Or like pate, pate and, yeah. yeah. What, what is that? What is that goose liver pate stuff called? <laughs> it starts with an F. Uh, foie fo- fo- gras. Fo- 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 I can't even say. <laughs> I know. Foie gras. Foie gras. <laughs> Sounds yes. like pequa, the, the the opposite of a queef. It's a queef. <laughs> <laughs> It's I'm with goose, you. It's a goose queef. But the no, only I, pate that's coming out around here is at 3 p.m. when Lick It Up comes on, and I got to yes. figure her pate, her fancy exactly. feast. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> well, what about what about the opposite? Just to kind of quick in the to punctuate this one, things that are actually better than they sound like. They don't ah. sound like they're that great, but really. Yeah. They are. Got, what did you have for that? I have three that I thought of right off the bat. I'm sure there's a lot more. Microwave s'mores. Dudes, hmm. when you like need a treat and you have no cookies or anything, but you happen to have graham crackers and you happen to have marshmallows, maybe have some chocolate chips, guess what? Make a s'more. I've hmm. been known to just take a graham cracker and marshmallows because sometimes with the chocolate, it's a little too much. And I'll throw that sucker in the microwave. You don't need a fucking ban, bam, bam, bam. You don't need a freaking bonfire to make a s'more. <laughs> you yes. live that shit up. That is awesome. And you don't walk away with that stinky campfire smell either. <laughs> oh, my God. You are the only other person that feels that way about bonfires. I hate bonfires. I like looking oh, at them, but I hate that smell. It bugs me after a while. Yes, again, something worse than than what yes. I, Chris and I are the same. Like we you come home and you have to t- peel your clothes up and put them right in the washer. And it's just, ugh. Yeah. yeah, and half the time you're sitting there and the smoke's like going into your face. Oh my God, yes. that's so funny that you feel the same way I do about those. They, oh. They're great in theory, but I don't know, to me, not so much. But the other uh-huh. thing that's better than it sounds to me is mushy peas. Oh, that's the British side dish that we get at Anchor Fish and Chips. That is literally pureed peas. Actually, it's pureed butter with a little bit of peas in there. (laughs) Now, I know you're not a fan, but I got to tell you, it is one of the most delicious things. If you are a fan of peas, I know even mushy peas sounds gross. They are amazing. So that is better than they sound. And then the last thing I thought of right off the bat is missionary sex. Mm, I think mm -hmm. missionary sex gets a bad rap. Mm-hmm. I don't mind missionary sex. I mean, even the name missionary. Yeah. <laughs> just, it makes it sound like a horrible thing. It is my mission <laughs> to have sex right now. It makes me think of a bunch of nuns like doing the naughty that they shouldn't be doing or something. Yes. I don't know. <laughs> Which I guess could be a role playing thing. Uh, it it's a whole be. new like twist to missionary sex where it's not so like plain anymore. But honestly, God, why now am I picturing Corey in a nun's habit? <laughs> it's kind of a bad habit. 
And it's a bad habit. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree with you. I don't know. Do what's, I don't. I don't know what's wrong with that. I don't. I don't get it. I think it's very no. romantic and very just. Uh, it's nice. It's sweet. I yeah, it's I think very it's sweet. sweet. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't yeah. all have to be hanging from the ceilings and doing that cosmopolitan sex. You know, all these different positions. There is no. nothing wrong with a nice little missionary. Agreed. 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 Well, okay, so mine, I don't know. I, I like yours better than mine. <laughs> That's but I'm going to say, I just have two. One is um, holiday shopping on Christmas Eve when it's really crowded. Like, <laughs> I don't mind that. I think there's something festive about it. And everybody seems to be like in a good mood and all of that. And, and, and so I haven't done it in a while, but I do like uh, holiday shopping out and about like close to Christmas time, even though... It's crazy busy and whatever. I mean, I don't want to do all my shopping then, but I like being out in that energy. I have to say I agree with you on that. I like it too. Although if I'm shopping Christmas Eve, it means I'm getting too much shit for somebody because I am (laughs) such a preparer when it comes to stuff like that. Like I already have some holiday gifts for this year. So mm-hmm. I am like, if I'm shopping Christmas Eve, it's because I just had to add one more thing, which they don't really need. Yeah, <laughs> But I'm yes. with you. I kind of love that, too. I don't get crabby in the crowds and stuff because Mm-mm. it's just what you expect, you know. And like you said, usually people are in a good mood. Well, they can be either in a really good mood or a really crabby mood, depending on how they feel about it. But exactly. I mean, working in retail, I did get really annoyed at husbands that would knock on it. We'd shut the doors and we're exhausted because we've been working like freaking maniacs at the holidays and it's Christmas Eve and you shut the door because you finally want to go home to your family and some like husband is knocking like crazily at the window can I just buy something for my wife it's like dude oh god (laughs) can you just get it together yeah we have lives yeah but other than God. that, I'm with same you. thing with Christmas music, though. I listen to Christmas music Ooh. in October or at the beginning of November. I love holiday music and I will listen to it all the way through. Yeah, I used to be more of a stickler about that. But as time goes by, I'm kind of more I'm easing up on that. Mm-hmm. Well, the only other one that I have is and, and it sounds weird, but <laughs> is getting a mammogram. OK, so like oh. I don't mind getting a mammogram. It's it's, you know, I the place where I go, they treat you like a queen. They have all this tea set up and they're, they're very kind to you because they know that it's can be a scary thing. And then you have to your stuff in a locker and, um, and it, it, I, it doesn't hurt as much as I was led to believe that it would hurt. It's uncomfortable for a minute, but it's not anything like, I would rather have that than get a pap smear like any day. Interesting. It's, yeah. I think like it depends the, on your boobs because it hurts me. Like I hate mm, it, but it's fast, you know, mm-hmm, it's very fast. Yeah. 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 But I, so that was one thing. And people, and, and plus I think it's important to get them. I, I only get them every other year now per my doctor's orders, but it's not something that, I mean, I freak out more about the dentist than I do about getting a mammogram. Oh, my God. I just absolutely love that you brought that up because it I mean, that is such an unexpected, funny little. But I love that, you know, and it, <laughs> it is so cute to be like, I'm going to go and have a nice afternoon. And, you know, with the ladies, you know, there is a certain like and have my tea. There is a certain camaraderie, too, when you're all uh-huh. sitting in that waiting room and you're all reading those dumb people with magazines and you're wearing those like ridiculous uh 
gowns or whatever, yes. trying to like keep your boobs in and whatever. Yeah. I, I don't know. There's like this feeling of camaraderie sitting around there. There is. With everybody. And I, it always crosses my mind like, who in here is back for a second visit? Aww. Who in here is recovering? Like, you never yeah. know. And, and so I always find that there's this like, extra kindness that happens in those waiting rooms oh i love that Ange. yeah yeah so that's i'll just end with that oh what a sweet little thing to end on oh but yeah so this was a fun topic and i'm sure i'll think of more in the coming week and we'll we'll, we'll post it on um instagram and facebook too and see what you all think oh and what you i would can't add wait to the list I- I can't yes. wait to hear what other people say. I, I love know, that. I know, I know, I know. So yeah, so be looking for that. And what do we have next week? I oh don't my know goodness, we, we don't know. We haven't even talked about it. <laughs> so funny. Oh, we're we haven't better. even thought about. What's funny is we haven't even thought about it until this very moment. This very second. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Witness our professionalism. Oh God. At work. But here's the thing. I think with COVID going on and everybody's punting here and there and everywhere, everybody gets a pass. Oh, totally. Totally. Who cares? Yeah. And maybe Who this week will something will happen and we'll be like, oh, this is what we're going to talk about. That's what we got to talk about. Yep. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. So that could be a but scary anyway. thing. But yeah. But oh, that's all right, though. <laughs> well, we loved having you in our ladies' room today. We hope you enjoyed your stay. Please use the hand sanitizer on the way out. Yes. And we will be back next Monday, as we are every Monday, on FeminineHijinksPodcast.com. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram and Patreon on uh, Patreon.com forward slash podcast to help us or to be a part of the show, actually. Even you, when you become a contributor, you help with the operating expenses. And we are on anywhere you listen to podcasts. Apple, Google, you know, 10 cans, like whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Spotify, Pandora, Stitcher. iHeartRadio. iHeartRadio. Tune in. We're everywhere. So just look for us and summon us like a genie in a bottle. <laughs> there we are over your shoulder. <laughs> we are in the I dream of genie Barbara Eden bottle of all oh, the pink Oh, I wish. Polos. Oh, God. Didn't you dream of being in that thing? Oh, that was the best. Yes. Ma- master, though. I don't think I'd be calling anybody master these days. Hell to the no. Ooh, no, <laughs> thanks. no, thanks. But anyway, that's all I got. I love it. I love it. Well, we will see you guys next week. Stay safe, be well, and love another indoor sports. XOXO. Bye. Bye.